What's up, y'all? It's your girl, Cornelia, back for another episode of Black News, a podcast where we break down current events, hot topics, and local stories involving Black people. Now let's get into it. Okay, before I even get started, y'all, just heads up, it's going to be one of them days. One of them days meaning it's just going to be loud and noisy as hell in the background. Okay, it's just going to be noisy in the background. The dogs, neighbors, dogs barking. They got the TV on, the people outside having a part. Y'all, it's just going to be one of them days, Monica voice. Okay, that a girl goes through. When I'm angry inside, okay, I don't want to take it out on you. It's one of them days. So apologies in advance for any disruption or some chatter or just some noise. We just doing what we got to do. And it's going to be a quick episode anyway. None of these topics in particular are are long or require an extra amount of time. They're all important and interesting, but it ain't gonna, we ain't going to be on here for long, okay? So first, mentioning that fellow comedian, colleague, a very great guy in the business, Roy Wood Jr. was the comedian that was um, featured at the White House Correspondents Dinner this past weekend. Now, now y'all know the White House Correspondents Dinner has been a staple in D.C. politics for quite some time. I don't know how many years, but it has been. It is where journalists, uh, people in Washington politics get together on a night out uh, like a gala. And also, I just found out that they gave out they give out scholarships as well, which I never knew. But it is that event where correspondence and, and the media is celebrated. Journalists are celebrated for the work that they are doing. And honestly, you can low key say the White House Correspondents Dinner, the last one where President Obama was in office that low key was the reason why Donald Trump ran for office because y'all remember President Obama was roasting his ass he was getting cooked and people were saying that how upset he felt was the spark that caused him to be like you know what I'm gonna run it I'll show them that was a I'll show them moment for them so you see what that what happened adding the White House Correspondents Dinner went away the whole time Trump was in office. He don't want to be joked on. You know, he 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 just want to bully. He don't want to. He can't take it. So it was on hiatus for four years. Now that Joe Biden is office is in office. Y'all know Joey. He a good sport. He like a good time. He you know, he look like he drink dark liquor. OK, so he brought it back. Roy Wood Jr. Again, great colleague in the business was the comedian. And he absolutely killed his set in the kill positive fantastic way if y'all want to see comedy that is done well watch that we are and Roy is one of my favorite comedians he is up there he's one of my favorites to watch whenever I watch him I'm that's usually when I'm like I got to throw my joke book away because what I'm talking about ain't, ain't shit okay that is he is a master at the craft and he said in his the press um the press run leading up to this that it is the job of the comedian to say what the people at home want to say, not for the people in the audience. In this case, the audience was journalists. 
So he took a lot of that time to talk about the importance of local journalists, black journalists, just an overall great set. So I highly recommend that y'all go and watch that, especially if you are a fan of comedy, if you are a fan of political comedy, if you have any interest in politics right now, any interest in what uh, Joe Biden is going to be doing or what's next for him. Again, watch the set. Some of the things he touched on, he touched on the fact that a billionaire bought a Supreme Court justice. As we talked about this on Black News a couple weeks ago, your boy Clarence Thomas out here getting bought. The dude paid for his mama house. Like Roy touched on all of that. He touched on Joe Biden's age and how in France they just they just ride it because they tried to raise the retirement age by two years up to like age 64. Meanwhile, we got an 80 year old man begging for another four years of work, i.e. Joe Biden. That had Joe and Joe and Jill Biden cracking up, okay? Because we know what it is, they old, okay? He touched on how they're trying to take away black history in schools, how you need to leave uh, drag queens alone because they are not harming people. He tied that into gun control and how you worried about drag queens harming somebody. They didn't, kids probably just going to get shot. Like you worried about the wrong thing. So it was overall fantastic set. 10 out of 10. Highly recommend. If you guys uh, want to check it out, it is on YouTube. You can just pull up 2023 White House Correspondents Dinner, and you'll get Joe Biden's speech, which was very funny. Joe has some good writers in there. He has some heaters. He dropped on y'all. He addressed his age. He addressed everything we be talking about about him. And he, you know, he did it all in good fun. So you can, you'll see that. You'll see Roy said, you'll see overall the whole ceremony. If you got time to watch like an hour and a half of footage. But again, highly recommend. Once y'all watch it, if y'all are interested in watching Hit me up and let me know what you thought in particular um, about Roy Set. Uh, you can find me on social media at Cornelia. In an interesting and shocking, but not really shocking move by Meta, aka Facebook, Red Table Talk, Jada Pinkett Smith, Gammy, and Willow announced that Red Table Talk will be going off of the virtual air. According to Meta, they are ending all of their original content and shows. So Red Table Talk is on the chopping block and it will officially be coming down off of the platform, which again is shocking because when, if y'all don't kind of, if y'all haven't been paying attention to the entertainment industry, there is a writer strike looming. That's one thing. Studios are also cutting a lot of shows and a lot of content because they're trying to consolidate networks. People claiming they ain't got no money. It's so much going on. That's why you've been hearing or possibly seeing on platforms like HBO Max and, and other things where shows just disappeared. They're off. A lot of that is due to not wanting to pay up because if if a show's on a platform and your contract is worked out the right way, as long as people keep watching it, you got to keep paying residuals. So some of these networks pulling the plug on a lot of stuff, but it's shocking because, and again, before I even move on the writer strike, if that happens, it happened back in like 28, 2008 or 2007. I forget which, which point in time that was, but it's going to be an interesting time for TV. It's going to be real interesting. But anyway, I'm shocked because usually when a show is a moneymaker, 
and it has a big grab um, or big reach, especially Red Table Talk. You can stop content, but you don't stop your moneymaker. Because regardless of what y'all think about the Smiths, whether that's Will Smith, Jada Pinkett Smith, Willow Smith, and Gammy, who her uh, real name is Adrian uh, Banfield Norris, you gonna tune in just because of everything that is always surrounding the conversation about that family. Personally, I ain't got no problem with Smiths. I am not one of the people. I ain't got no problem with the Smiths. I ain't got no problem with Jada, Will, as a staff record label or a crew. I ain't got no problem with none of them. But some of y'all, and I'm not pointing at the black news listeners. I'm pointing at everybody else, these other people. Everything and anything they do and say, people be scratching at and chomping at the bit, ready to take them down or have some type of negative um, input to attach to it. But with that comes viewers. Because say what you want to say. After the slap, everybody was watching Red Table Talk for the next couple episodes to see if Jada Pinkett Smith was going to talk about it. After the August Alcina situation, everybody was watching Red Table Talk to see if Jada Pinkett Smith and Will Smith was going to have something to say about it. After every situation, people be tuned in, watching to see what people going to have to say. And that generates revenue, clicks, ad money, you name it. That is a big grab for Meta. So the fact that they are tabling it is shocking to me, unless it did the opposite on the back end. Meaning once the slap happened, people were like, oh, I'm not going to watch. And there was a drastic decline in views. But considering the fact that Meta is shutting down all original content, I'm assuming it ain't that. I'm assuming it ain't, that ain't it. They just shutting it down because they don't want to spend no more money. Because, listen, I'm going to tell you one thing about that family. Their business is, is tight. So they, I know they paying for that show. Not they, being the Smith family, Facebook. They coming out the pockets. And it's it's also good to hear from my perspective that they are shopping for a new platform to bring, take the show to. Which tells me they own that show because of how a lot of young creators, and I don't expect this, this this family to get caught up in that, but for young creators listening, how a lot of networks and platforms get you locked up is you they'll have a um, they'll let you put a show on their on their network or their platform, but somewhere woven into the paperwork and in the fine print, they'll say that we own the show, not just the episodes, but we own the content, we own the name. We own the concept. You can't take it nowhere else. They own it. You can't pick up them episodes. You can't pick up your intellectual property and shop it around. So that is refreshing that they are looking for a new home because it is an example to other people who are out here on these platforms with their own ideas. Don't let them take your shit. Okay. Even if it's a small mom and pop app, if it's an app, If it's just somebody else's YouTube page, I don't care what it is. Always ask somebody when, how long is it going to stay on your platform? Is it going to be in perpetuity, which means forever? Is there a time limit? Am I going to be compensated as long as it's on the platform? And if I leave, can I take it with me? And if they say, no, you can't take it with me, don't do it. Unless you're one of those people who has a lot of ideas and you don't mind losing out if you don't think it's gonna be that big of a deal or that big of a money grab sometimes you can just leave stuff and be like you know what you can have that i can make another i can make another five of these go ahead keep it playboy go ahead keep it but if that ain't your story 
I recommend that you do not let nobody keep and own your content or your creative or intellectual property. So with that, um, I'm interested to see where Red Table Talk lands. Will it be on another, maybe they'll move it to their own YouTube channel. That'll be a smart grab because they can, they can, um, monetize that in different ways. And that'll be straight money coming back to them, especially if they had sponsors that they were working with directly. But mm, only time will tell. What do you guys think? Are you happy, sad, or indifferent? Were you even watching still at this point? They were on hiatus um, for quite a quite a while, but I was still checking it out. They would have good episodes every now and then, not recently because they were on hiatus, but they did win an Emmy, so you know it's good content. But let me know your thoughts about it. Hit me up on social media and let me know. And I definitely want to spend some time on the podcast episode discussing the legendary life of Mr. Harry Belafonte, who passed away this past week on April 25th, 2023. He was 96 years old. And what a life, y'all. What a life. Like, to me, this isn't one of those sad situations where you know, people are saying like, you know, sometimes people dying, like it always gone too soon. And, and what could have been Harry Belafonte is the perfect example of someone who lived their life and did it the right way. I mean, fullness. So Harry Belafonte is a West Indian man born in Harlem. His parents were, I believe, uh, Jamaican and his, one of his other parents was from Martinique, lived both in the States and in Jamaica growing up, was a part of the United States Navy. He was also known as, I believe they called him the father of Calypso, because if you don't know, here the, the song, but, um, Deo. And, um, and, and that particular, like everything surrounding Calypso music at the time that was mainstream was because of Harry Belafonte, but he was responsible, had his hand in so many things, uh, most notably, or one of the most notable ones was he was one of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr.'s like right-hand men when it came to in- the entertainment side of activism. There were a lot of people during the civil rights movement, especially entertainers that were very involved, a lot of uh, men and women. But Harry Belafonte built a relationship with MLK um, as that person and as that um, that that, you know, that that source of advice or wisdom as it pertains to getting certain people involved in the civil rights movement and everything that happened. I've been reading this week about stories where they said Harry Belafonte at one point was fun, was funding the bus boycotts and funding sit-ins and freedom rides. Like he would be traveling with, with bags of cash down to the down South and providing resources and, and funds and relief to people and to students who were a part of the movement and hands-on and on the ground. That's just one of the things he did. He also had a hand and was a large voice in um, the freeing of Nelson Mandela. I mean, just y'all just he was just again, talk about living a life. Talk about purpose. 
And especially during that time, and I won't even say especially, even now, it is very a very hard decision for black artists to make when it comes to having the courage to not care what happens to your entertainment career as a result of standing up for your people. And it is very sad to say that it is very difficult. But when you, even now, when you see artists, black artists quiet during certain times when you would hope that they would be loud, it's a, it's, it, I mean, it's a valid concern because in some cases then and now people be blacklisting you. You got to feed your family. You already don't make a lot of money in the entertainment industry unless you that top 1% of entertainers. And blackball could mean that you never work again. We see people trying to do it now. They tried to do it with John Boyega when he was very vocal recently about the Black Lives Matter movement. They tried to do it with Jesse Williams, but luckily he was on the show and Shonda Rhimes wasn't having that. He has even said that he has lost many of projects because of how vocal he was about uh, black people and being oppressed and everything that was happening surrounding Black Lives Matter. It is very real. So think about people saying that now in 2023 and how much more magnified that was back in the day. Harry Belafonte at one point was talking about how the quality of work didn't match his skill set. And if there, if you look at his resume, there was a big chunk in time where he wasn't in movies because, you know, like he said, he was, he studied with, with Marlon Brando and, 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 and those guys. So for him to be given or offered roles that were not up to the caliber of work that he was able to do, it was insulting. So you know, he made a lot of sacrifices for black people. He He's done a lot of, of great and wonderful things. Bernice King, Martin Luther King Jr.'s daughter, even recently posted on social media that after her dad died, Mary Belafonte was paying for her for their babysitter. Like, it's just so many small things like that that you just appreciate when, and you hear after the fact. So we celebrate Harry Belafonte. What a wonderful life. And, and what wonderful contributions. And for somebody to stand up, especially at a time, again, where you, 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 could, you could lose everything. Just, oh, just bravo. For, you know, reference, if you want to go back and look at or listen to some Harry Belafonte work, I would recommend Carmen Jones. Fun, another fun fact, which ain't so fun, that is not Dorothy Dandridge and Harry Belafonte singing in Carmen Jones. They weren't allowed to use their real voices, but the quality of work is still fantastic. So I um, implore you to watch that. I also watched recently the Kennedy Center Honors where he was honored by Sidney Poitier, which was one of his closest friends and Desmond Tutu. That was a wonderful watch on YouTube. I was trying to listen to and watch him and interviews and performances and, and just to get a feel for who he was as a young man. Because, of course, while Harry Belafonte was 96 years old, by the time I was born, he was already an older guy. So it was really nice to see him in his prime years, per se. But overall, cheers to that man. Okay. Real quick, some of the accolades that he has received. He has a, he has won Grammy Awards, Tony, Emmy, 
he has an African, no, he has an um, humanitarian award from the Academy of Motion, uh, Motion Pictures and Arts and Sciences. He has been inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. He has been honored by the NAACP. And technically, because I'm looking at this, he received the Humanitarian Award from the Academy of Motion Pictures, Arts and Sciences. That technically is the Oscars. Does Harry Belafonte have EGOT? He might be EGOT, y'all, while I'm looking at this. So just another, just a cool part of his overall history and journey. And I'm looking it up now. He does not. I was hopeful for, for, for two seconds. Okay. I was hopeful, hopeful for two seconds. Either way, kudos to that man. Cheers to that man. And may he, Mr. Harry, Harry Belafonte, rest in peace. Let me know your thoughts about Harry and what your favorite moments are from Mr. Belafonte from over the years. You can find me at Cornelia on social media. Oh, y'all, let me let me clarify. I did some more research. Harry Belafonte actually does have an EGOT. They just call it the non-competitive EGOT. Basically, they have all four awards, but one was bestowed in an honorary capacity. For example, this is the list of people who have the non-competitive EGOT, which based on this list, child, put them on the regular. It don't, they all the same. Let's listen to this list of non-competitive EGOT winners. Barbara Streisand, Liza Minnelli, James Earl Jones, Harry Belafonte, and Quincy Jones. Child, they, some of them better than the people on the original list. For real, for real. So yes, Harry Belafonte is an EGOT winner. I stand corrected. It was in my spirit. I knew I heard that somewhere and it was correct. So just want to clarify and clear that up before we wrap up this episode. Okay, bye. On this week's episode, we discussed the White House Correspondents' Dinner and my colleague, Roy Wood Jr., who did a fantastic job as the comedian who is usually a part of the ceremony or the event every year. Next, we talked about Red Table Talk being canceled by Facebook, aka Meta, Harry Belafonte, and the legendary life that he has lived over the past 60, I'm sorry, 96 years. Hit me up on social media with your thoughts about all of these topics or none. And I'll check back with you guys next time. That's it for this week's episode of Black News, y'all. Thanks again. Thank you. And thank you again so much for sticking with us, supporting the podcast, liking and subscribing on all apps where podcasts can be heard, rating five stars and leaving a comment. It helps more than you know. So I really, really appreciate it and keep sharing black news with all of your friends and family. Be sure to hit me up on social media if you got ideas for topics or just hit me up in general to let me know you've been listening. Let me know your thoughts. I'm at Cornelia on all platforms across the board. That's at Cornelia, like Kenny and Ophelia. Also check my website. I got some shows coming up in a Los Angeles County. Hopefully get on the road soon. But for now, if you're in the LA area, 
hit me up. Check Cornelia.com for show dates and details. And as always, thanks again so much, guys. I hope you have a fantastic week. Keep supporting, keep growing, keep building, keep staying safe, and keep staying healthy. As always, again, I'll see you back here next time, same time, same place. Bye.